I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. And what they found is that gratitude is expressed in four parts. So the first part is what we notice in our lives that we can be grateful for, the things for which we can be grateful, just noticing them. It's the awareness. Number two, the second thing, the second part is how we think about why we've been given those things. Like we notice we've been given something that we can be grateful for. And then we actually take it a step further and we think about why, why did the other person extend that gift or whatever it was toward us, that generosity. And then the third part is how we feel about the things we've been given. How do they make us feel? Right. And then finally, the last part is what we do to express appreciation in turn. Welcome back to the Motherhood Podcast, a live workshop-style podcast that is helping thousands of moms redefine their motherhood journey. There was a point in my life when I was trying to do all the things, parent my kids, pour into my marriage, run a busy law practice, keep up my home, and what I found was that I was on the fast track to burnout until I discovered a better way. Now I help women just like you to close the gap between their vision of motherhood and what they're actually experiencing in their day-to-day lives. Together, we'll explore when and where to simplify, systemize, and surrender. I promise you, you're already doing so much better than you think. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser, and this is Motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Monday. I am your coach, Michelle Grosser, and I am so grateful you've taken the time to be here with us today as we talk all things gratitude. Here on the pod, each Motherhood Monday, we explore a different character trait or a different family value, and we just talk about practical ways that we can implement and focus on that particular trait or value in the week ahead. So today we're talking all about gratitude. And we all know how important it is. And research also shows that 
so much joy comes from gratitude and just caring about others. And we know that grateful kids are less materialistic. They're less self-centered. They're more optimistic. Gratitude also helps our kids stay resilient in hard times because being grateful, it can reduce jealousy and the need to always have more, right? And I don't know how many of you all can relate to me, but anytime my kids get anything from anyone, I feel like I immediately turn into that cringy mom that's just like, and what do you say? And like every dang time I'm expecting them to give some big hug or enthusiastic thank you. And almost every time I either get some sort of sheepish, like mumbled thank you at best. And then I do that awkward overcompensating, you know, I'm like, this is so awesome. They love it. You're so generous. Like, thanks so much for thinking of us. All the platitudes. Uh, They got me thinking a couple of things. It got me thinking, one, I obviously have some healing to do around why I get so uncomfortable when I perceive that my kids are being ungrateful and what I'm making that mean about me as their mom. Why is it so triggering to me, right? And then also I got to thinking and I was kind of realizing that my kids, they could just say thank you. Like they could just say the words I'm asking them to say, and maybe that would make me feel better. Um, But they could do that regardless of whether they actually feel like deeply experience gratitude. So I was asking myself, like, do I really want my kids just to say thank you? Or do I actually want it to be deeper than that? Like, do I want them to really embody a life of deep gratitude? Because gratitude is so much more than words. It's an internal experience, right? And it's definitely Uh, The latter is what I want for them. I don't want them to just say the words, thank you, but I want them to really embody gratitude. So I have decided, I've taken some accountability and I've decided to be less concerned with them saying the words, just saying thank you, and way more concerned about them embodying gratitude. So I looked into it. Here's what I learned. And here's what I wanted to share with you all today. A few years ago, researchers at the University of North Carolina at Greensboro, they conducted this project called the Raising Grateful Kids Project, Raising Grateful Children, sorry. And they explored gratitude experiences with families as their kids grew. They tracked them from kindergarten through their teenage years. And what they found is that gratitude is expressed in four parts. So the first part is what we notice in our lives that we can be grateful for, the things for which we can be grateful, just noticing them. It's the awareness. Number two, the second thing, the second part is how we think about why we've been given those things. Like we notice we've been given something that we can be grateful for. And then we actually take it a step further and we think about why, why did the other person extend that gift or whatever it was toward us, that generosity. And then the third part is how we feel about the things we've been given. How do they make us feel, right? And then finally, the last part is what we do to express appreciation in turn. So when I read these four parts, I was like, dang, it's exactly what I was thinking about. All I was focusing on was number four, right? What my kids do to express their appreciation. So I was just trying to skip the first three parts and really just get my kids to say thank you and express their appreciation. But I wasn't doing all the other parts that really help them to embody a life of gratitude. Now, older kids and adults, they're more likely to spontaneously engage in all four parts of gratitude, but our younger kids, they usually engage in only some of them and usually only when prompted, right? That's me 
in that cringy moment where I'm like, and what do you say? I'm prompting them. And what the study found is that kids show more gratitude as they gain cognitive skills, collect practice with those skills, and then begin to connect this notice, think, feel part of the of experiencing gratitude along with that do part of actually saying a thank you or writing the thank you note or expressing the gratitude. So I kind of broke this down into uh, three ways that I think we can help our kids just practice gratitude and really embody gratitude. And the first is to just help them gain that awareness, right? How can we do that? And I think the number one way we can do that is just by really asking our children more intentional questions. So here are some examples of the notice, think, feel questions that we can ask our kids about their gratitude experiences. So part number one, notice. Here are some things we can ask them, right? Just calling it to their attention. We could ask them, hey, what have you been given or what do you already have in your life for which you're grateful, right? Are there gifts behind the material gifts for which you're grateful? Like someone thinking about you or caring about you enough to actually buy and give you a gift. And we can call attention to it when people, and we can do this too, including our kids, right? When our kids do things that go beyond what's expected. So maybe your kids are helping without being asked, or maybe they're being especially thoughtful, or they're taking extra time to do something because it's important to someone else. We can notice it when they do that, and we can acknowledge it to them, and we can say, hey, I noticed you did this. I'm super grateful that you did that. And then for the second part, the think part, here are some questions we can ask our kids. Why do you think you received this gift, right? Do you think you owe the giver something in return? Do you think you earned the gift because of something you did yourself? Do you think the gift was something the giver had to give you? And if you answer no to these questions, I think you're more likely to be grateful. And then on the feel side, these are some questions we can ask our kids to just help them start connecting gratitude and receiving things with how it makes them feel. So some questions could be, you know, does it make you feel happy to get this gift? What did it feel like inside, right? What about this gift or this act or this comment made you feel happy, made you feel good. These are types of questions that can help our children really connect their positive feelings to the things that they're receiving in their lives. And we can also encourage them to talk about how showing appreciation makes other people feel. So you can try asking your kids, like, how do they feel when people say thank you to them when they did something nice, right? And then how they feel when they don't. And I think going over their their feelings, our own kids' feelings, is going to help them understand how their behavior affects others. And it's going to make it easier for them to understand the emotional benefits of being grateful for the giver and the receiver, right? And then the second step is to encourage the practice of gratitude. And this is that final part. It's the doing part. And here's how those questions might sound. Maybe we could ask our kids, like, is there a way you want to show how you feel about this gift? Does the feeling you have about this gift or this feeling you have about the comment or the experience or whatever it is you're feeling grateful for make you want to share that feeling by giving something to someone else, right? Maybe our kids don't want to say a thank you in the moment. Maybe they're more 
comfortable expressing it in a voice note, or they want to write a card or color a picture or um, send a video, right? There's other ways that they can express their gratitude if we give them options. And I think prompting our kids after experiences of gratitude in order to help motivate their acts of gratitude, whether they're acts of appreciation or maybe paying it forward, I think that can really help our kids connect their experiences and their actions in the world. And like so many other skills we're trying to reinforce with our kids, repetition matters, friends. So while none of us are fans of our kids saying the meaningless, you know, thank yous uh, for gifts or treats, repetition does have a role in fostering gratitude. And young kids especially, they're going to learn so much through repetition and routine. But in order to form a habit of mind, sometimes you have to first form a habit of speech. So by repeatedly encouraging our kids to say their thank yous and their pleases or what have you for gifts or things that they've received, it really reinforces a mindset of thankfulness for them. And although it might seem half-hearted at first, it might be that mumbling, eyes down, uh, barely whispered thank you, like over time, our kids are going to begin to really understand more and more the significance of their words, especially if we're helping them learn gratitude in the other ways as well, those other parts. And something we do in our home to try to reinforce the, rep, the, the repetition of gratitude is that we have a gratitude jar. And what happens is that everyone in the family just writes down things they're grateful for, either throughout the day, throughout the week, um, and we write them down and we put them in the jar. My mother-in-law bought us this like beautiful glass jar. It says gratitude across the front and it has this little set of like matching gratitude cards. Um, I'm not sure where she got it, but I think you guys can probably find one online or on Etsy or something like that. But I mean, you could also just decorate a shoebox or use like a pretty basket or a bowl or something like the vessel itself doesn't really matter. But we just try to drop a note in it on the regular. And then on New Year's Eve, we've made it a tradition the last few years to go through those cards as a family. And it is so special. Like we're sharing all of the memories, all of the things we had to be grateful for in the year that's passed. And everyone's usually crying and reminiscing on all the beautiful times throughout the past year and all we have to be grateful for. And it's really super special. And it's also an awesome way to start a new year, just so full of all the reminders of all our blessings. And then number three, I put that we have to model gratitude. I always say it, you guys always hear me, but in parenting, more is caught than taught. So are we doing the things we want to see our kids doing, right? Are we noticing opportunities to be grateful? Are we acknowledging our gratitude? Sometimes it's a simple thank you. And sometimes I think it can be more than that, but whatever it is, our kids are noticing, especially in thanking our kids. Like my kids will be the first to stop and correct me. And they're like, mom, you didn't say thank you for that. And I try, I try to thank them for the most random stuff. Like I'll thank them for, I don't know, being patient while I had to run into UPS. I'll thank them for their great attitude in the morning while they did their homework. I'll thank them for being respectful and quiet and letting me nap sometimes for 20 minutes, right? I'll thank them for putting their dishes in the dishwasher instead of just leaving them in the counter for putting their socks where they belong so they can find them the next morning. Like if we're paying attention, we can be thanking our kids for so much throughout the day. And it's a really great example of just extending gratitude to them and gratitude for them to model uh, us and what we're doing. So we're reinforcing so many 
other behaviors that we also want to encourage at the same time. I think another powerful thing we can do is to be aware and catch ourselves when we're tempted to complain or when we are complaining, like nothing kills a spirit of gratitude like complaining. So if this is kind of hitting a little bit, landing a little bit for you, and you notice that you can be a bit of a complainer, I think that's the first step is really just to notice it and maybe challenge yourself. Like, how can I reframe this? Whatever it is you find yourself wanting to complain about, right? And if you can't reframe it, maybe you can just keep it to yourself because your kids don't need to hear you complaining about the weather or the traffic or whatever it is. And just notice, like, what message am I sending to my kids with my words? Like, what paradigm of life am I forming for them? And rather, I think we can model the that notice, think, and feel parts of gratitude for our kids. Sometimes it's just saying our thoughts out loud, right? Like, I love these earrings your grandmother gave me for my birthday. Like, they're my favorite color. It was so thoughtful of her to get these for me when she saw them. It just reminds me how well she knows me and how much she loves me. And I think this is just a beautiful thing for our kids to hear us saying out loud, right? To actually vocalize it. And friends, don't let all of this overwhelm you. Start slowly. I think gratitude is a practice. So the habit of it is going to take some time. So maybe as you're listening to this, you know, just pick one thing to work on until it becomes a habit. Maybe you just want to pick noticing, right? Helping your kids notice when other people are doing things that they should show gratitude for. All of the blessings around them for which they should be grateful, right? Maybe just spend this week pointing out all of those things to your children. And then maybe next week you move on to think, right? Why do you think this person said such this, you know, this nice thing about you? Why do you think your teacher gave you a sticker today? Why do you think I made you dinner today, right? We could ask them about think. And then maybe the following week you move into feel or whatever it seems like fits for you and your family, you can start small. That's parenting, friends, right? That's parenting. It's, it's just a moment to moment journey. All right. It is Monday and we end every Motherhood Monday episode with a prayer over our children for the week ahead. So won't you join me in a prayer for a spirit of gratitude over our kids this week? God, we thank you for the amazing gift of our children. We pray a spirit of gratitude over our families today. As their guides, God, just help us in our own practices of gratitude. Open our eyes and open our hearts to notice all the blessings we have to be grateful for, all the everyday miracles. God, there are too many to count. Let us be an example of not taking anything for granted. We pray grateful hearts over our children. We pray they find opportunities to see their blessings and give thanks for them. God, just help them not to simply say words as an expression of their gratitude, but to really notice and feel deep down in their soul. Help them to remember the source of all of their blessings, God. And as they're thanking others, may they always thank you too. Help them to turn from selfishness and complaining and whining to joy and contentment and gratitude, regardless of their circumstances, Lord. Help us to think about why we've been given all of these blessings, God. It's only because of one reason, because of your love for us. So help us to show your love to others in the same way. Let us recognize how we feel 
about the things we've been given and allow those feelings to spur us to express our appreciation to others. So we thank you. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We love you. We praise you. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. If you love mommy's podcast, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Motherhood Podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the Motherhood Village, and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye.